I'm Grace Eubank. And I'm Ryan Beck. We are married. So now we're putting our marriage to the test with a podcast. This is Falling in Love with My Wife. Hey, Gracie. Welcome back to the podcast. Oh, welcome back, Ryan. Um, I think everything is fixed now. I know. What a whirlwind. Well, we had a bit of a... Uh, I don't even technical know. Difficulty. Technical difficulty. It's still learning to how to do all this stuff. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. Fictional uh, mic, it's... Um, what? It was popping out. What do you mean? Um, it was like it had flopped out. So oh, that, on my pocket? Yeah. Does it make us wear dress shirts now? Yeah, but I'm not wearing a dress shirt. Listen, Grace, I was what I was trying to say is that I don't think I actually know how any technology works. <laughs> I don't think we need to know how it works. No, but like even how to use it. Like I have mm. to look up everything in a book or on YouTube. I think that's kind of how everybody learns everything. Can I tell you what I've been doing? Yeah. On any kind of thing where I have to say that I have a skill, mm-hmm. I just say I have it. Nice. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Because you, you just look it up. Yeah. I have a, I have the skill to look it up. I know everything. <laughs> I know everything. I know how to type in YouTube.com. Seriously. Yeah. There's not a program out there that I can't find a video for. That's like, true. There's Excel videos. Right. There's everything. I'm constantly searching for... Um... Am I good at Photoshop? No. Can I Google, can I Google <laughs> something? Yes. How to Photoshop. Yeah. That's the only skill. I mean, I guess you're right. The only skill is to look things up. Um, oh my gosh. So, how are you? Are you good? I'm okay, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I could be better. My beer's across the room. Would you like it? Well, no, because it's going to... You're going to no, knock, it, it. You're gonna it. knock it over. No, I got it. I got it. I got it. It's um, not going to end well. Listen, this is why we have the mobile mics. The, the lavaliers? Lavaliers, mobile mics. So, Grace, we have podcast prompt today. Let's get into this thing. Okay, and also, uh, first, I want to take a quick uh, a little shout out to uh, our listeners for um, reaching out to me after our uh, my my sad boy uh, podcast last oh, week. Oh yeah. Um, very nice. Everybody checking in and whatever else. Everybody Nobody checked going. in on me. Well, you know, um, <laughs> I check in on you all the time. Yeah, but I'm the one who has to listen to you. Ouch, man. Ouch, <laughs> ouch. That was ouch. a joke. Um, I know it was a joke. I know what a joke is. So, listen, um, the other day we were, I think we were in the bathtub and we were singing to the baby. Mm -hmm. And you said something that made me spark this question. Okay. You said something like, I just love being a kid with you and never having to grow up. Yeah. And that was very nice. And I thought, yeah, that is like the kind of house that I want to have. Mm -hmm. I want to have like a house full of love where we can just play around. Yeah. I think that's nice. And it feels like things have been pretty serious lately. Mm -hmm. And so today... (laughs) <laughs> on our podcast. Okay. We are going to go back in time. Ooh. Are you ready for this prompt? Yeah. What did you think was the... Nope, that's not it. Um, <laughs> wait. Tell me an idea you had as a kid that you wish you had kept. Oh. So. I'm trying to think what my I know. Tell might... me an idea that, that you had as a kid that you wish you had kept. Ooh, tough, 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 right? I don't even know if I remember any ideas I had as a kid. No ideas? No ideas. Like for an invention? Well, I mean, I think it could, you could really, it's an open-ended question. I think what we're going to be talking about is like, is there something that you maybe had in childhood that you haven't held on to in the way that you would like to? Mm. And I think that when I look at our baby boy or I look at the other kids around or whatever, they're so pure and joyous. And it's mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of things that I think I would have liked to hold on to a little bit more. Um, 
Now, last week I was talking about how I felt like there's that notion that you develop as a kid where you think that the world is fair and that it should treat you fairly. Yeah. And that, unfortunately, is just not true and it's not the way that works. Right. Right? There's no law or rule that says that you uh-huh. have to be treated fairly. Um, in fact, I think a lot of us feel that things ultimately shake out a little unfairly. Yeah. That blows. Right? So that's one thing that I did hold on to as a kid, and I think I have to kick a little bit, and I think that's kind of the growing up part. Yeah. Is that, um, oh, yeah, you just, no, it's not always about how hard you work or how good you are or what do you do that gets you to where you're going. It's like there's luck, and it's just adulthood is a total mess and a maze. Mm-hmm. But when you're a kid, there's, like, structure, and there's, like, do this, and then this happens, and you can develop these, like, nice worldviews like that. So I'm trying to think, like, what would I say... What idea do I have as a kid that I would like to hold on to or that I, that I wish I had held on to? Uh, I don't know, man. You don't have one yet, do you? No, I don't. I felt when I was a kid, and I used to feel like this. I'm not sure I feel like this anymore, but I was like very, I had really big ideas mm-hmm. and endless possibilities, I felt. Okay. And I think I've mostly held on to that in the way that I've yeah. lived my life. But I think it's like slipping. Sure. But also it's like we have real responsibilities and stuff. And I still haven't closed those doors on myself. But it was just like an attitude and like an era of confidence. Mm-hmm. And I think that there, not an era, but a, an aura of confidence. And I think that is like something that would be kind of cool to have that I had in my, as, an, as a kid. Yeah. Was like this, like, just this like faith and belief that like I have something important to share and it Mm -hmm. will work out yeah you know yeah but ideas that I had as a kid you want to go inventions I'll tell you a few of my inventions I would love to hear some inventions okay so I was really big into um archaeology as a child you should have come with me on my archaeology field trip what's that um, uh, the summer after sixth grade, I went on a field trip for a full week to Colorado, Crow Canyon, Colorado, for an arche- a real archaeological dig. Did you Seriously? Know- yeah, it was incredible. That's the coolest thing I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, I was part of the gifted program since Ugh. I was so gifted. Um, we went for a week. You flew to Colorado. Are you serious? You um, like, stayed in this little... Um, like cabin place and oh it was like with a little cafeteria and you just like ate whatever they served you you know like it was like a, a real uh down and dirty uh lodging and then during the day you would like do these archaeological classes and um go on a real site and you would do and like dig that's incredible and i found a piece of a pot that was like big enough for them to keep that's so cool. Yeah. Man, that's so cool. That's exactly the kind of thing that I would have liked to do as a child. Yeah, it was really cool. That's great. I'd like to do that now. Yeah. I'd like to leave you for a week and go dig things. <laughs> well, maybe you could go with a bunch of sixth graders. That sounds fine. Yeah. I think they might respect me. Because <laughs> um, I'll be so old. It was them. fun. I wonder like how old the people that I like that we're teaching were because of course to me they're like those are grown-ups but they were probably high schoolers 35 years old maybe or like college students or something i don't know 
Well, listen, I had a, I don't know how, what you remember from your thing, but for my um, invention, I had an invention as a child. And this was a, um, you know, you have to make things, when you, when you dig, mm-hmm. when you're an archaeologist, you got to lay out a grid. Yeah. So you can talk about what's in what vector, what section. Yes. So you can like talk about things. Um, and this was a, um, basically it was like two long strips of lasers. Wow. So they would shoot a laser, and then that would be like a laser grid. So you'd like lay out like a long strip of, does this make sense? I think so. And You'd like roll out like what looks like a piece of tape. Okay. But that, but every so often or however far you wanted to shoot a LED laser, Mm -hmm. you could like make a grid. Make it like an inch, you know, so you'd lay one on the X axis, one on the Y axis, Mm -hmm. and then they would intersect. Nice. So that was one thing that I invented. I like that. Um, that didn't take off. That lost in the school, like, whatever classroom. <laughs> no one, like, understood what I was talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. The other one that I invented, I still think this is a good idea. I haven't seen this. I think that it, uh, you know, I need somebody to give me some startup costs. But I also okay. I think that it's bad for the planet. Oh, boy. Because I think it's wasteful. Okay. So this is, imagine that you have a toothbrush... Okay. Okay. Regular toothbrush. But the handle mm-hmm. is uh, larger okay. and it's hollow. Sure. So there's the hole that runs from the base of the toothbrush all the way through the toothbrush and then out into the bristles. You put the toothpaste inside. You put like toothpaste cartridges yeah. up the butt of the toothpaste Honey, of the toothbrush. This exists. It does? Kind of. There are like travel toothbrushes that they used to like have in like hotels and stuff that's Mm -hmm. where i've seen it where it was like um i think it was like preloaded really yeah i think i'm gonna need to look into this maybe so basically the idea is that you'd like snap out the cartridge Uh and it would work like a push pop yeah and so you'd push it up and then when it was done you could snap it out and put a new cartridge in cool but i think that's probably wasteful well, you might run out of, um, like, the toothbrush might run down. Right, and then you'd have to get a new one of those. So the, yeah, or, the way or, that I brush my teeth, baby. I mean, yeah, it would be bad news right away. Yeah. You brush your teeth like like a garbage disposal, like shoving <laughs> a, a ruler down a garbage disposal. <laughs> the other invention that I had as a child. Oh, wow, you have a lot. Yeah, well, I mean, I told you I had big ideas. Okay. Um, the other idea that I had as a child. Now, this one d- did, in fact, let me preface this. Okay. You're going to think I sound crazy or that I'm a liar. But you know me well enough. I know, I know. That this is true. Okay. <clears throat> they invented this. Mm-hmm. This became an invention shortly after I came up with it All in right. my child mind. I'm ready. It was, so... Cut it's my, gonna be like I'm all, stop it I'm okay. all, you're not even gonna guess what you can't even guess I'm regularly I'm a little boy I'm rambunctious I'm rambunctious you've seen Jerry already he yeah. loves to run I flipped him around tonight I held him by his ankles by mistake and, and he loved it um, I was always falling down I was always getting scrapes mm-hmm. I was always getting cuts and bruises and every time when you're a child and it's like the early 90s or whatever it was freaking got to put on Neosporin because you're bleeding or you're mm-hmm. cut and you got to put a band-aid on it. And I said, why don't they just make a band-aid that's already got a little dab of Neosporin mm. on it? And then shortly thereafter, the medicated band-aid right. was introduced. 
Do you think, I invented the medicated Band-Aid. Do you think someone overheard you? No, I don't. I think that it was like when everybody in the world invented fire at the same time. Okay. I just had a great idea mm-hmm. as a child, and that's how it went. That's a very generous uh, outlook. Well, I mean, no one is going to believe me that I invented the medicated Band-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> in what, second grade or whatever mm-hmm. it was. So those are a few of my childhood inventions. Wow. Um, what idea that I have, I think that like the idea of like wonder and that the world is inherently good and like fun. But do you really not think it's inherently good anymore? It's hard to look at anything in the news and then like the way things are trending as far as like people, and I do this too, like regularly just shoving their head in their phone yeah. and isolating themselves and like, you know... Uh, I think that we're not on a great path. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I don't think individuals are inherently good. I think that still remains true. I just think that pff, there's a lot going on that's not uh, helpful. Sure. And we are also like, what is it? I think people are good. Okay. I think people are good. I think that the things that we create or, or are drawn to are bad mm. right mm-hmm. like uh tiktok's bad mm-hmm. i think it was created intentionally to, because it's like bad like, i think <laughs> it's like was like here's a bad thing for people that they'll really like yeah and then everyone's like i'm a good person but yeah i have this problem i don't use it yeah yeah but you get what i'm saying I don't use it either. It's like, I saw somebody do a joke about it, or, or maybe it was about smartphones. It was a Lingon that has a joke where it's like, it's like an all-you-can-eat buffet. It's like no one eats vegetables in an all-you-can-eat buffet. Right, right. It's a good joke. Um, so it's like we're just, we have these phones, and we just do bad things with them because our brains are, it's like all fast food. Mm-hmm. No, one's, no one's really looking, like, you know, I got like two friends that like use their phone for like improving their mind. <laughs> that's in the rest of us are just yeah it's not it's like small short videos and right. butts and nonsense yeah so anyway so yeah i would like that idealistic mm-hmm. vibe from my childhood i wish i could hold on to that more not be so cynical right i need you to start i've been talking for i know minutes. i need you to say that exactly the wording of the question exactly again, the wording of the question here you are tell me an idea you had as a kid that you wish you had kept here's the thing i feel like i'm very similar to when i was a kid see i think i'm also that way yeah and i think that's like what's a lot of what's fun mm-hmm. but i'm sure that a part of you has had to roll with the punches I mean, I well, know sure. you to be somebody who works really, really hard every single day and like for whatever, you know, various reasons, it's like the last three years since the pandemic, things have, your job's changed, my job's changed, our, everyone's in the whole world's life's changed. Yeah. But you still had to work really, really hard. And I know it's like things aren't easy for you every single day. So that what it, so that like, like, uh, you know, Let's get this done. That's not a childish be, uh, behavior. Sure. Bucking, I mean, bucking up? Bucking up. But I think I, I mean, obviously I had less responsibility as a kid. Sure. So I don't know if that's. I love less responsibility. Like, I, I but I do think that like I'm very similar <laughs> 
to how I was as a kid. How were you as a kid? Well, I'm, I'm, I think like where I kind of went was like, oh, I wish I didn't do this. Or like, I wish I had done things that I'm, um, I was thinking about like how I stressed out a lot as a kid about like, what am I going to be when I grow up? Um, mm -hmm. and like, cause that's like a question you get asked all the time. And I was like, oh my God, I don't know. Um, and that was something that like, I like was very concerning to me. Yeah. And I remember my mom saying like, I would ask her like, what do you think I'm going to be? And she's like, I think you're going to be something that hasn't been invented yet, <laughs> which is a which great answer. Which you found great comfort in. Yeah. Cause I've heard you say this many times. Yeah. Um, what I am had been invented yet, but it's like true. Like there's like plenty of people who are like social media managers who like that. Yeah. If no second grader in every job I'm applying to didn't invent, it didn't yeah. exist in 98. Right. Exactly. Or 2005. Yeah. Um, so I'm always, I still am like that where I'm like, I want to know like what's going to happen. What's going to happen. What's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, so I always like to know that. Um, what do I wish that I, the idea I wish I held on to? Yeah. I mean, it's tough. Yeah. I think I, well, on that note. I think I got one for you. Okay, go ahead. What's on that note though? No, it's kind of a, um digression little tra little tangent yeah a little tangent and it's not really related i think here's what i think about you because okay. i know this to be the way that you were as a kid from the stories and the folklore mm -hmm. general gracie folklore um but as a kid you know and i had this too because i was the youngest um it was a gracie show everybody loved yeah. gracie yeah everybody loved me yeah um People encourage you. People are excited to see you. People want to laugh at your jokes and see what crazy thing you're going to say because you're the youngest and you mm -hmm. get to be weird and it's like fine. Yeah. And you're encouraged to do that. And I think the idea that everybody is your fan and on your side and loves you uh -huh. is something that you've let go. Mm -hmm. And I think I've let that go too. Um, and I don't think that it's no longer... Uh, I don't think it's like not true i think yeah. you are loved but i think that there's something that happens as you grow older and everyone gets responsibilities and whatever else it's like that you lose track of that well it's always been important to me <laughs> to be well liked mm -hmm. um and so i think it's a hard transition to be like it's okay if people don't like me you know, like, that's, like, a thing where, like, not everyone is going to like you, and that's okay. Like, some people will, and that's, like, that's all you can ask for. But, yeah, I think that's kind of what I was going to get at before, actually, with my digression. But, yeah, yeah like, just wanting to be well-liked. You know what's interesting about us? Mm -hmm. I have it on good authority that some people don't like me mm -hmm. because I regularly submit myself and say, do you like me? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So I, I have to get used to rejection. Yes. But the crazy thing is, and I really think that everybody would agree with me that is listening. Everybody does like you. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know anybody that doesn't like you, that's met you. But, but I'm very concerned about it. I know. 
I'm also very concerned really... about my situation too, but. Yeah, but I don't think I like, and I don't think I like change myself so that other people, or, or at least not in a, like. No, you're just really cool. Thank you. And you're fun. Thanks. And I think that I'm uh, uh, slightly more of a divisive personality. <laughs> That You're when people go, whether they like me or not, they're like, well, at least we like Grace. Oh, who says that? I think people, I think that, I think everybody likes you. Well, that is very comforting. <laughs> That's what I think. And I think if there's one of us where they're like, I'm not sure if I'm so hot on him, it's always going to, on, on one of them, Yeah. it's always going to be me. I don't think you ever draw the ire of strangers. Yeah, but I also don't rock the boat very much. Big time boat rocker. Yeah, you love to rock the boat. I am. Um, what did I say to that lady on vacation? You said we're no. at, at the at the hibachi thing, and um, oh, we okay, we were at the hibachi grill. It was three couples, including ourselves. Yeah. Um, one was a newlywed couple, and they said, "How did you meet?" And they told the story, and then. Uh, next one. Mm-hmm. Older couple. Again, 50, 50s how 60s. did you meet? And they said, well, it's actually an interesting story. Yes, and I, I uh, hadn't said much at this point. And I said, yeah, well, we'll be the judge of that. <laughs> and there wasn't enough people around for anybody to really laugh out loud at that. I laughed. You laughed. I think sometimes I need to, like, I would have laughed at that anyway, but, like, to make sure people know you're joking. Right. I was joking. <laughs> I know. Um, oh, and then they sh- she said something about like how she met her future husband and right. said to her best friend, um, I was so uncomfortable at that party. I felt like a piece of meat. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, and then the, one of the other couple person said like, uh, well, that's great that um, you found a way to not feel like that. And I said, yeah, or she just actually likes being, uh, <laughs> feeling like a piece of meat. Because I was like, you don't know this person, right, you know? Yeah. And then um, she cackled. Yeah. And I'm like, there you go. Yeah. Here's two older people who had been married and then divorced and then married again right. uh, to each other that time. And it's yes. like, yeah, they're clearly really like each other and, you know, whatever. I, I, I've realized that anytime I repeat a, something that I've said to somebody else, it sounds really horrible, but usually in the moment, it's pretty charming. <laughs> it was very charming. Yeah. So, as far as, like, I, I don't know. I guess I still have a bit of that, like, I can do whatever and say whatever I want because I'm the youngest attitude. Yeah. It is weird to think about what you've changed and what you've let go is it since you're a child. I know. I thought this would be a little, like, a slam dunk, easy pod. But it seems this to have This has sent... been tricky for me. Well, tell me an idea you had as a kid, which you kept. Tell me about your inventions. Every kid invents. I don't think I... I don't remember any at the, off the top of my head. Really? I, like, created a bunch of stuff, but I don't remember, like, inventing anything. Tell me something you created. I mean, I remember, like... This is probably... Like, I remember because there's a picture of it, but, like, I would make um, sunglasses. <laughs> You'd make sunglasses. <laughs> yes. I would take... You know, like, on a hard candy, you'd get the little, like, cellophane. Yeah. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they'd be, like, kind of clear. Okay. Yeah, cellophane. Cellophane. But it would be a color. Right. Like, so it would be like yellow cellophane squares. Everyone understands. And then (laughs) I would link um, 
paper clips together mm. and I would like poke it through the cellophane and like then it would the linked uh Paper clips would go around my ears and yeah. link back up. Yeah. And then there'd be one connecting on the nose bridge. Nose bridge, yeah. Yeah. And those are my sunglasses. That's fun. Yeah, they didn't uh, have they didn't last much very protection. Long. Yeah, and they didn't last long. Yeah. But And they probably stuck to your eyebrows. Probably, but, you know, that was one. That's fun. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. Yeah. Um, like, I wouldn't go on the tank. Did you write any those. short stories? I wrote a short story uh, which was, like, handwritten like four or five pages about uh, a giant's invasion of giant slugs into a city. Wow. And they took over as like an epic story. It's my first, a, my first epic story. Here's the thing. That sounds very interesting. I'd read that. Um, but. Yeah, I wish they still had it. I hate, have always hated writing. I've always hated it. And I'm pretty good at it. But I've always hated it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really write a bunch of stories. I liked reading. I liked making, like, like editing movies and stuff. I used to do that a lot. Did you? Yeah. I used to make movies with my friends. I would make, like, music videos. Yeah, I would do, like, um, re we did a lot of uh, uh, action-adventure type things. Or, mm -hmm. like, um, we'd, like, do wrestling shows. Mm. We'd have, like, the introduction and do the characters and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And then we'd fight each other on camera. Oh, you know, the one thing I like to write, we used to do... With the Rogers girls, we would do um, uh, like a newspaper, and it was about our band, our fake band called the Stars, and we would like have like a fan magazine for our fake band. Oh, so you'd make the whole magazine? Yeah. Did you ever do like a high school newspaper or anything? Were you on that? No, I was on the yearbook. The yearbook. I didn't yeah. do the yearbook. I did the newspaper. Mm -hmm. I didn't uh, want to write once again. Oh, uh, yeah, I got it. I wanted to just cut those little pictures out. I think that's nice. Yeah. I'm learning a lot about you, which is the point. Mm -hmm. And I hope that people listening are asking these questions to their friends and family as well. It's Didn't like, you get kicked off the newspaper? No. I quit the newspaper. Oh. <laughs> um, a lot of my youth <laughs> uh, was me trying really hard and having a very specific vision of how it should go. Uh-huh. And then getting really angry when it wasn't that way and, um, uh, you know, blowing it up. Sure. Um, I had a website about Dragon Ball Z with That's my friend. That's right, yeah. And um, blew that up because we got in an <laughs> argument. I don't remember what it was. I think I felt like I was doing all of it and he didn't do enough. Uh -huh. And so I said, I'm taking my ball and going home. Yeah. Your Dragon Ball. My Dragon Ball. Um, the newspaper thing, uh, I was a senior and I was like, my turn to be the editor in chief. And then they didn't make me that. And I Aww. said, well, I don't want to do any of this. Harsh. Um, and again, I get it, but it was like, I, uh, cause I like to make jokes, mm -hmm. but it was like, I have the capacity to yeah. do real work. So I felt, I felt shortchanged and uh, upset with the whole situation. Yeah. Um, yeah. So many times, many things like that. Yeah. I think I've cooled out in a lot of ways. I think so too. Um, but I still have. That's one thing that I've still retained, which is like a very specific vision of how things should go. Yeah. And I think that I'm regularly fighting against it. And that's the hardest part of making the, I want to say transition, but it's like I'm 35 now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think it's just something that you you got to continue it continually happens yeah um but i don't want to lose that uh either right you know what i mean somebody was like asking me 
Because, you know, in entertainment, people always go, well, I hope you make it. <laughs> I hope this is, you know, people talk about making it in entertainment. It's like, I've made it. Yeah. I'm not a A-list celebrity. Right. But it's like, I've paid uh, all my bills. Yeah. And I have a beautiful wife and son. And it's like... Right, that's like the... Try- people, when they say, like, they're trying to do comedy or, like, no, you're doing comedy. Or- yeah. Not that many people are saying that. Well, it's just something, it's just the idea of, you know, it's easier to talk about it in terms of entertainment than it is, like, yeah. uh, IT specialist or something. Well, because people only talk about it that way. I guess. Uh, for that thing. No one yeah. says they're trying to, you know. I do think I want to br- bring back my joke about redefining success, though. Yeah. Because I had this joke about redefining success, and that's like, um, it's like somebody said they're redefining success, and I was like, oh, so you failed. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm here, here I am sitting and being like, I have to redefine what's success for me because my priorities have both shifted yeah. and the things that I want to do have shifted too. Right. Because it's like, I don't think I would feel successful if I had to travel the country every single year, every single week out of the year. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I would feel successful. No. And maybe in some ways it would feel that way because I have stuff to do. But it's like, what is, what is it getting me? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So... I'm in, a, I'm in a bit of a transition myself. Yeah. So, Gracie, um, this wasn't as upbeat and fun as I thought it would be, but we did get to hear about my toothpaste uh, cartridge. I know. I do like this idea. Yeah, but I'm it's really wondering... wasteful, you know? <sighs> and you're right about having to replace the toothbrushes that regularly. Yeah, but I'm wondering if, like, maybe we could, like, replace the head as well. Yeah, but this is a lot of but wasteful this is stuff. A lot, of, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of waste. As cool as it is, it's, like, a lot of waste. Yeah, I wonder if, like, you get... The worst toothpaste thing out there is with the thing my brother has. Yeah, that's the worst thing. That sticks to the mirror. You mm-hmm. put the toothpaste upside down into it, and then you, like, push the toothpaste, the toothbrush into the bottom, and it, like, clicks out. Yeah. It's, like, squirts out the toothpaste. It just, like, poops it's, like, out a little toothpaste, just and squirt it never it with your lands. hand. It never lands where you want it. Yeah, it's, it's just everywhere. Just hold it in really, your hand. Really bad. Ah, really bad. Awful. Hate that. Okay, thing. but here's the thing. Yeah. I think, what if, um, instead of just like buying little tubes of toothpaste, you get like in bulk, you know, like a big old bag, <laughs> and then you like put it inside the toothbrush base, and then you have like, you know, this is I'm convincing myself it's a bad idea. Unless it's like it. Pez dispenser, so then yeah. there's less packaging because it's not sque- it's not squishy toothpaste. Right. Yeah, I think we just I think the toothpaste toothbrush situation has been perfected. Yeah. So, mom and dad, if you remember any of my inventions, this is your mom and dad you're talking yeah. to. Yeah, I'm asking my mom and dad to remind me of some of my inventions if they happen to remember, because I can't think of anything at the, right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would love to hear some of your inventions. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like I said, like, a lot of it, I was, I used to, like, go on um, the computer and, like, make fake magazine covers and stuff like that. I used to do stuff like that a lot. Very, like, creative, like, things, but not really. um... I used to go on Word, and I would make greeting cards. Yeah. Because they had this easy setup to where, like, Mm -hmm. some of it was upside down and some of it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. And then you could, like, fold it. Fold it, yeah. Yeah, and that was great. Mm Mm-hmm. That, um, pages on Mac? Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. Word? Great. Oh, pages? yeah. Pages? Sucks. It's like, just 
Just do that. Just do that. Just, just do, do the do work. Just do what they did. Just, yeah. Just make what they did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I know. I they know try why. and make it, like, o- more open so you can, like, do more creative things. But, like, man, I just want to have it automatically flip upside down so I can fold this piece of paper into a card. I don't want open so I can do whatever I want. I want structure so I can complain about it not doing exactly what I want, yeah. but I actually know how to use it. Yeah. There you go. That's it. That's, that's what it. I want. Well, that's what we need to invent. And I think that's why people um, get middle management jobs, because they want structure. Mm. Uh, okay, so grievances, Gracie. Okay. Um, you got one for me? No, you have one for me. You already know what it is. Go ahead. How do you know what it is? You're, you already mentioned it. Is this about you doing dishes in the dark? Yeah. Yeah. You do dishes in the dark. <laughs> and it's really nice that you do the dishes, but it's like... Turn a little bit more lights on because <laughs> you're not, you're only doing half of it. Yeah. There's just grease. I'll, I'll go put the dishes away and I'm just grabbing the greasiest <laughs> dishes and it's like, you didn't wash all this. And I love that you washed part of it, but I can't put it away like this and then I got to go back and do the dishes. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, listen, I appreciate that I you're know, doing some. I know. And I know I do it. And I, it, here's the thing. When I'm doing it, I'm like, oh yeah, I got to make sure I get all this. And I think I do. And then... Lo and behold. Yeah, it's happened several times. I know. Where I go to put the dishes away in the morning, and I'm like, "This is dirty. they're all dirty. I gotta do them again." <laughs> yeah, it's um, okay. I don't have a grievance. I have a thank you for me. Yeah. Why? Um, because you uh, are the spearheader of this um, podcast every week, and make sure that we are on time and have a prompt and have the equipment. And thank you. Yeah, I think uh, I'm probably talking too much in our pod. Well, I want to hear more grace. Everybody wants to hear more grace. Well, like I, I said, the people love you. I mean, I am very well liked. It's true. Um, so that's my that's my thank you, not a grievance. Well, thank you. I appreciate your thank you. And um, let us shut down this pod and come back next week with a fun, fun, fun. All right. All oh right. wait, I have a oh. Oh, hit me. What is it? Um, you took forever to start watching Dairy Girls with me. Um, and now there's a third season and, and a, we're enjoying it. I know, but like you were just didn't believe me that you would love it. Yeah. I mean, Northern Ireland sitcom. Why would I be I like, know, let me I jump know. on this when you, when mostly you said it's really funny, but you can't understand a word that they're saying. <laughs> cool. Let me hop right on that. I know. Let okay. me drop what I'm doing to go All try right, to decipher goodbye. the English language. I love you. <laughs>